We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Currently on No Other Pod. Uh, happy to have you here with us in this wonderful off-season podcast. I am Dan Kuzer here with my uh, gorgeous friend, Chris Wright. Uh, Chris, what's up, dude? How we doing? First of all, you are too kind. You are too <laughs> kind, but I will take it. Um, I'm doing great. I, well, you know, postseason hangover, playoff hangover, but uh, other than that, doing well. Yeah, we're you know, we talked a little bit and we're like, what do we want off-season podcast to even look like? Uh, you want to put something out there because I don't want people to forget about this team. I, I think they deserve to be spoken about on a weekly basis and get some attention to them. And, you know, we hope to line up some off-season interviews and stuff like that and, uh, you know, maybe have a little fun uh, in the meantime. So happy you guys are here. Um, we're not taking it off, so glad you're not either uh moving forward if you have yet to leave us that five star rating and review please do it on apple Podcasts. you can go uh leave us five stars on spotify as well and i don't know of any other podcast apps at all so <laughs> what do you listen to podcasts on what do you listen on uh stitcher stitcher that's stitcher. one do they yeah. have a rating and review area or no not that i've seen but yeah. I do have Spotify, so I did leave us a review on Spotify, but I tend to right. use Stitcher because I use it you, for other other podcasts. You got to review yourself. You got to review yourself. You have yourself. to. You have when to. I, uh, you know, little little side note here. When I worked at a, at the bank in Chicago, someone left a, a, a Google review about our bank and mentioned me by name and said, I waited so long to speak with Dan. It it seemed that he didn't want to help minorities, uh, as as he was in because I, I he, he was in a meeting with a woman for far too long, and I I wish he would have said this to my face because I would have been like, uh, sorry, you're more important than this old woman who needs help with her accounts. Like you know, go fuck yourself. But and so I didn't get any feet any flack from my manager about that, but I. I'm bringing it full circle here. I did go leave a Google review for that bank when I was getting ready to leave. And I said, gotta say, this is the nicest bank at all. Uh, you know, the bankers are phenomenal. <laughs> Cause that was me. You got to yeah. hype yourself up, dude. You got to do it. So five stars for no other pod. 
Appreciate you. You know, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody will, right? And that, that the cliche. So you got it's uh, all about self-love these days, you know. Yes. You gotta you gotta realize uh when you're being too hard on yourself and you gotta lift yourself up, you know. Absolutely. Not, really, not spiritually, but uh <laughs> I don't know if you want to, if that's your thing. Dude, anyways, we we had man, only thing that's newsworthy this week is two more players getting national duty call up. And there was a a letter from coach Potter, which, you know, he's grateful. He's excited for next year, blah, blah. I don't think we need to decipher that letter. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Matthew. It was a great letter. Uh, But dude, uh, you got a couple of national team call-ups with mainstay Chloe Lagarzo in uh, going to Australia. Obviously she's always going over there. And then, uh, uh, Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Who is it that's going to Jamaica? Uh, Sydney Sydney S- Schneider. Yep. Third string goalkeeper for us. Is that weird? Uh, it, it, it's a good experience, right? Sure. She hasn't yeah. seen the, the field a lot this season, so it's good for her to get some playing time. I don't know how much she will, but, you know, well, more than true. what she's getting now. So she, she was, hurt. you know, I'm sorry. Oh, it can't hurt yeah. to get that kind of experience. Well, the write-up said that she, uh, that this is why I was most shocked because I, I didn't really know the name because I don't think she played this year at all, right? We only ever saw uh, the backup. We only saw Cassie Miller. Cassie Miller. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. I about said Cassie Bowden. Don't know if you watched The Flight Attendant on HBO Max, but that's absolutely the main character's name. So I live Vanessa has. So I, I've, I've seen it kind of walking around the house. You but, should. Yeah. Wonderful show. Uh <laughs> shameless plug there <laughs> but you know schneider was with the uh, i guess jamaica's u17 team in 2016 okay. uh made her senior debut two years later in the Concacaf women's championship looks like they they won over costa rica which they probably shouldn't have i think costa rica is a pretty decent squad but she has 18 caps with the national team man so i guess this is no surprise that she's gonna go play for the the reggae girls <laughs> at, is that the a, official like term for them reggae girls dude with a z girls wow. absolutely but the z wow. on there you get some flavor <laughs> <laughs> well I, I don't know how to decipher that but I, I am happy for i'm happy for her to get that experience uh you know she hasn't been able to get it playing in kansas city yeah. so anything that can kind of keep her you know in the rhythm and the motions and you know getting rhythm, some experience dude. That Jamaican rhythm. Hey, <laughs> we're we're towing the line of cultural appropriation here, but I need you to know I did not just make up the term reggae girls. That is that's what they go by. Is, so, is that a hashtag? Is that a tag? Hashtag, hashtag reggae girls? Yeah. No, Probably. I mean it's just that's just what they're uh that's what they're that's what they're they're called, right? Like what what's the American team? They the Yanks? What what are they? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I mean I don't I don't think we have one. I, I, think, I think the Jamaican just... men are the reggae boys. And I'm like, can we get some men and women up in here? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? But the, you get that Z on there, man. That's what makes it real, uh, makes it hot. You get the steel drums out, get going. You can't see it, but on video, I don't know if you can, but he, Dan's got some rhythm in his movements over here, which is well, it's, it's in the shoulders. And you got to put quite the, fantastic to see. You got to put the thumb and the pinky out. You know what I'm saying? It's, that hang loose yeah. shit, you know. <laughs> you ever do that? You're like, what's up, bro? No, I don't think I'm, not I'm that cool. Not, not, yeah. I'm not that cool to do it, so I don't pretend. Yeah, I don't pretend to know how to surf, okay? Nope. I'm from Kansas. <laughs> I don't surf. Oh, shit. Hey, I am too, but you never know. <laughs> uh, 
man, anyways, I'm just excited for all these women getting uh, national team call-ups because that just shows that they're being recognized. Um, it is the, the only thing that's weird. I'm just like, well, they didn't even get to see our third string goalkeeper play at all, but apparently they trust her enough and to come on down there. So, uh, what do you what do you want this what do you want this episode to look like, man? We want to give some uh, no other pod end of season awards on our currently episode here. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a great idea. So I feel like we sh- can go through maybe defensive player of the year, mm. um, rookie of the year, uh, sure MVP. I don't know if you want to you know venture into any more, but um, this is going to be tough for me. Okay, now I you really absorb a lot of the women's soccer uh, universe. And that's, that's why you're here. That's why, that's why I brought you in <laughs> to the family. But I think that uh, to the family, this ain't some mafia bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful or you'll get a goddamn horse head in your bed. All right. I, I will watch what I say and do. <laughs> I just recently watched the Godfather. So it's absolutely, um, it's, it's fresh, fresh, very okay. fresh. Unlike that horse head. Well, that was pretty fresh too. No, but it's a, uh, you know a little more about this. I'd say a lot more about this than I do. Um, and I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn players. I'm trying to learn teams and signings and coaches. So when names are presented to me, I just really, I don't even think I could name our Casey Current's entire roster, to be honest. So that's where I'm at. I'm learning. Maybe some of these listeners <laughs> are learning too. So you're going to help us, man. But why don't you, why don't you start from the back forward? I mean, Obviously, you can't. What do you? Say? There's no goalkeeper of the year. Okay, Ad French was our was our gal. She right. She whooped ass. She was a beast. She's just a huge presence in that net. Hell yeah! Hope she does great next year too. You know what I mean? Defensive player of the year. Man, that back line has been kind of kind of different occasionally. And I, I'll tell you what. I think my defensive pick at the beginning of the year changed over time. Really. And I think you know why. I I, I do. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll kick it off. Kick I, it. I don't think there was a clear number one, but I'm going to have to go with Elizabeth Ball. Okay. Uh, she was, she's been a mainstay of that back line. Um, you know, she, when media at the end of the year, when media was given out like defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, Ball was in the conversation. I mean, she was never going to beat out Naomi Gurma. Like, will never happen. Mm-hmm. But she was in the conversation. And she actually had a really good, solid year. Now, I know there's two very memorable moments that really kind of hindered people's opinions of her performance all year long. That is the, uh, against Chicago, that was where the, like, the ball came in, she kind of tilted back, kind of fell, and the ball fell right to a Chicago player. And then the obvious one, which was in the championship game with her bad back pass. But outside of that, she's been really solid. Yeah, and that's that's my pick too. And and it's not just because my wife has her jersey, all right? Her game <laughs> her game her game worn pride kit jersey, all right? Which is pretty sick by the way. She signed it. It's, it's amazing. Cool. Marissa wears it. She gets all the Elizabeth Ball powers that it, it contains, you know? She hulks up a bit, yeah. She hulks up. She's like, I, I think I'd go play Defender right now. It's like, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, uh, you're right. I don't. I, you can't change. She had those late season mistakes, right? And that does not define a whole season. So I have to agree with you with Elizabeth Ball. Like, she was, 
the enforcer back there. Uh, she was consistently like stepping up to challenge, like at the risk of getting burnt or something like it never really yeah. happened, but she was risky about it. And she was uh, confident because you can tell a good defender from a bad defender. Uh, a good defender is going to come right at the ball. A, a bad one's going to kind of mm, kind of tiptoe, like maybe wait to see what the attacker right. does. Nah, dude, she wanted that game in her court and she uh, went straight for him. So I agree. And and what's her what's her contract situation looking like for next year? Is, this, is she out of contract? Because it feels like women only get signed to single year contracts. <laughs> Predominantly, yes, I think she's out of contract. Um, uh-huh. I don't think she's un- an unrestricted free agent, but I think she's out of contract. Um, I-, I would like to take a quick step back and say that Kristen Edmonds, I thought had a better year as the year went on. Uh, good, good, she good, played, good. she played pretty solid. And against Houston, she had that one V two stop. If you remember that, mm-hmm. when it was like two attackers, she stepped up and and had a stop. Probably saved a goal, or at least a a good shot on goal. She's great, um, and her mom's an excellent Twitter follower. She is, she <laughs> is. Uh, she's very positive, so so I love it. Yeah. And she played pretty well in the uh, in the championship. Cause she was yeah. marked on Sophia Smith a lot and she did a, I thought she did a really good job. Um, so, and you know, Kristen Edmonds, she's not, I wouldn't say she's the fastest person on the field, but she's one of the smartest and she gets things done um, and gets those stops that, that, you know, she's not slow by any no. means. No soccer player is slow, but like, she's not the fastest person on the field. And she's a crafty veteran. She knows mm. how to, to, she knows angles. She knows how to cut off angles. She knows how to do a lot of the the high IQ things that defenders do. So she had a good year as well. So I don't want to you know take away from her by choosing Elizabeth Ball. Now I will say, and we're going to probably get into this a little later, but she is an unrestricted free agent next year. Chris so, Edmonds or, is or about Edmonds Ball. is uh-huh. uh, Edmonds. So she could go wherever. Um, she'll probably go to the highest bidder. So. Or she could probably. Well, yeah. I mean, so. in this sport and being a woman in general, like you're going to go where the freaking money is. You, you have know to. What I mean? You have to. So it, if she's ever leaves Kansas City, you know, no, nothing but love. And, and when you can't blame her. Yeah. um, I will be sad because she she seems very fun. Right. She seems she like uh, like someone you could just go grab coffee with and laugh freaking hard because and it's like 10 in the morning you're like why are you so fun it's 10 in the morning relax uh she just seems goofy dude and cool and i i'd love to hang on to her here really would uh, i hope they extend a legitimate offer to her but as a professional athlete you have to listen to other offers you have to yeah um your livelihood is at stake your bank account you know you need to and that's like that for any athlete, but I, I can't stress enough more so for women's soccer players. Like it's, yep. we all know how underpaid they are. We all know how underappreciated they are. So for her to not listen to other offers would, would be a huge, like love for KC. It'd be like, wow. Like you chose us when you had, you know, guaranteed money to go play for, I don't know, Gotham or Orlando or something. You never know, but right. Why wouldn't you want to stay with this team though, man, to see what you just did this year to come back and hopefully build on that and get a championship. Like sometimes 
I'd want to, I kind of want to say that means a little more than a paycheck, but like, I don't know, man, money, money talks. <laughs> and one quick, you summed it up perfectly, but one quick thing. She yes, has two really adorable dogs. Uh, she does. So if you follow her on Instagram. She has a beautiful pit bull and a beautiful Rottweiler. So nice. Um, they, yeah, I, I really enjoy following her on Instagram. That's awesome what we're, that's what we're here for to talk about the social media content. <laughs> that's, that's where the world is now. You know, you, you can follow anybody on socials and be a part of their life. Uh, no matter how fabricated it might be, uh, you know, they bring you into their home and stuff. So it's pretty yeah. cool. She also does a little TikTok. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's good. I don't like, am I TikToking right now? Is this, I, I don't know if that is. So maybe I don't know either. it maybe. might be a TikTok. I, I just created a TikTok dance. But she she does she dabbles in that. So it's kind of it's adorable. I love it. Just fun. Just fun. Yeah. And that's that's important. So so what you're saying is uh honorable mention, Kristen Edmonds. Yeah. But Elizabeth Ball, the clear enforcer back there. So yes. Would love to see both of them return, but damn it, we don't know. We will soon though. We'll know something. Uh moving into that midfield, man. Midfield had a little bit of uh there's stuff up in the air, right? You, let me name them off. You got you got Desiree Scott, who is a mainstay and a freaking veteran in her own craft. Uh, you got Lola Bonta, who is the clear penalty taker and but can also fire it from outside the box and go celebrate her butt off. And then you got uh, then you brought in a new a new midfielder this year with uh, wait, is she a midfielder? Lavage? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. Attacking midfielder though. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, and there's other midfielders as well, but those are the top three that come to my mind. Um, I think you're leaving a biggie out. Who, who Haley Mace. Oh God. I thought, I thought she was an outside defender. Well, the you way they, they, they play three on the back line. So it depends how you want to. Oh yeah. Know, yeah. So, so she kind of plays a little midfield, but can drop back as well. Yeah. I wondered why she gets up the field so much. I was like, God damn, look at her doing this, these streaky runs from defensive <laughs> positions. <laughs> you, how do I forget her? She's on the national team now, dude. I just, I forget. See, I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, there's a lot of really good mentions. Like you're going to have a winner and then you're going to have, you know, three honorable mentions and they're all really close. I, I think yeah. MVP you have to go low Labonta, the best season in sure. her career. You know, she kind best of 11. Got, yeah. WSL best 11. That's exactly. huge. She kind she got, yeah, I think she kind of got snubbed a little bit on the MVP. I mean, I, she wouldn't have won it and she shouldn't have, but she, you know, she wasn't in the conversation as much as Who I think did she win? deserved. Alex Morgan. Uh, no, uh, Sophia Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alex Morgan and, won golden boot. Right. Right. And with yeah. a bunch of penalty kicks. So correct. Um, but, I think it has to go to Lola Bonta, you know, uh, honorable mention, like you said to, to Haley Mace. Yeah. Lava OJ was crushing it before she got hurt. Yeah. Um, how long is she going to be out? Do you know? Like, is that, that's a year long thing, right? ACLs are just, they're depends, less, I guess it depends. They're less now because of, of sports science and sports medicine, but they're still, it's still a big, big deal. Like, what, I don't know months, when six months, <laughs> Probably, I don't know, yeah, six. I mean, Chloe Legarzo had an ACL injury, and she's now getting back to playing with, you know, the national team for, for Australia. When was her injury? It was, I want to say, the beginning of the year last okay. year, or this. Well, yeah, we know so, no two bodies are the same. Right. No two injuries are the same. So the extremity of it, we don't even 
we don't even know. So we we could see Lavajay back in the fold of summertime. You know what I mean? We don't know. I I think a safe bet is to see her back at least by playoff time next year. Okay. I, right. I mean, it, it, hot prediction. We're making the playoffs, <laughs> baby. I, I I mean, you know, she had a great season. It just it, it's devastating how she went down, and and not just you know tearing her ACL, but the timing, like at the end of the year, you know, it's going to put her out for, you know, most of next season, but I mean, she'll be a heck of a boost. I'll tell you that. Um, What really sucks is that she, I think she was saying like, she hasn't really ever had a serious injury and it's like, well, just bound to happen then. Right. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. Right. Like you, dude, you never get injured. We we played soccer together uh, for years and you're just like, yeah, I got a sore ankle, but I'll be fine. <laughs> and me, I'm like, uh, totally developing arthritis in my hips. Life is not good. <laughs> for those who don't know, Dan is the most prepared person for for soccer I have ever. He shows up 20 minutes early. He's doing hip 20? swings. Bro, it's like 40 minutes. <laughs> OK, uh, yeah, 40 <laughs> And he's doing hip swings. He's stretching. I'm yeah. showing up six minutes before, pulling my socks up, ready to go. And somehow, knocking on wood here, I haven't gotten hurt yet. So, uh, yeah, because I'm over here uh, warming <laughs> up like a 36 year old should, and you're coming in like you're 19, just had a beer, ready to play. <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up. Uh, that just shows no two people are the same, dude. Correct. Uh, and arthritis, it's nothing I could do to slow it down. Like it was going to happen eventually. Um, it's just a damn shame because I was scoring headers off corner kicks. So what are you going to do? Doing back heels. Remember that? I, was, I had a back heel goal. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I don't even know if he, he meant to. It just it just happened, no. but it looked like he did. But it was off your corner kick and I just it just went in and I was like, yeah, OK, well, I guess we yeah. can celebrate. <laughs> do you remember that? And Sorry, I know we're going off topic. Yeah, last, la- last one. I remember Marissa came to watch and yeah. I think I don't know if your family did, but I scored a header that game. It was a back corner. post. You, this is one of the most beautiful headers I've ever seen in rec soccer. I don't think really? you could replicate it if you ever wanted to, but you hopped, you jumped up, skied, snapped your head, boom, laser Dude. into the net. I don't know how that happened, but it was one of the most beautiful headers <laughs> I've ever seen in rec God soccer. Damn. Goddamn hype man over here. I, I, I it, it was in phenomenal. the moment, you don't, in the moment, you don't feel like you jumped too high you know you don't feel like it was a powerful header you feel like you barely got on the end of it like when like that outdoor game i snuck my head in there and it just went in you know pretty ballsy because i could have got kicked in the face but (laughs) uh oh i miss it i miss playing sometimes we should coach or some shit you know that we should uh you know get getting get some kids under our wing and show them how it's done (laughs) Yeah, or play pickleball or some shit something something yeah. more for old people let's get on that pickleball yeah. train yeah why not that sounds like a good time uh getting back but. on topic because this is what we do <laughs> we like to we like to take the train not off the rails we go on a different rail and then get back on the other rail you know we took a detour so you know, train tracks have those switching levers you know yep we just switch the lever back we're back on we're back on so what about you i, I don't know uh, if you mentioned it who was your midfield or midfielder mvp it's Same Lola Bonta, thing. considering I couldn't even remember Haley Mace's name, uh, <laughs> like an idiot. Uh, it is Lola Bonta, obviously. Uh, numbers wise, stats wise, uh, best eleven wise, 
social media presence wise i mean is that a category that comes into play because that's she's a blast dude and she, she gave us an interview she that, graced us with their yes. presence we guys we had the interview before men and blazers so are we better than men and blazers i'm not ruling it out and it Maybe. came out before the attacking third so came out came out for the attacking third so like we i mean did we have the exclusive uh i don't know what that word really means but i think so we did for 24 hours. <laughs> we did for a day. Absolutely. Uh, no, I can't be more thankful that she was just like, yes. sure. Uh, don't know who these doofuses are. What? Oh, they've had one episode. Sure. Let's let me go on there. Like, that's just cool. She's cool. Yeah. Mad ups to her. I, I hope she's around for a while because when you have a season like that, you can only try to replicate it and more, you know? Right. Love Agre- it. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, and then we, you know, then on no other pod, I don't know if uh, people listening here listen to the the Sporting KC episode. We we interviewed her husband Roger, and he had all great things to say about Lowe. So that's a fantastic interview if you haven't gone back and listened to that because we just we all just kind of gushed about her and the playoffs and everything. So it was really good. Did you listen to that by chance? I did. It was really cool. You did? Yeah. It was a blast. Uh, when he was on camera, by the way, like the sun behind him was like flaring up the camera, so he looked like a ghost. Uh, it was so weird. You wanted to say like, "Hey, can you can you go to a different room?" But uh, it's Roger Espinosa, so you don't. You know, you just right. shut up. <laughs> uh, moving on to forwards, though, there was not a clear, clear goal scorer in this team. Uh, I have not pulled up the numbers. I don't know what that looks like in in a form of where most of the goal. Well, I know most of the goals came from Labonta. I mean, it's PKs as well as other shots, but. When you have a striker in Kristen Hamilton, you you want a little more than than what she produced, I'd say. Um, do you know her final uh, end of season situation, uh, numbers wise? And if you do, how can I find that? <laughs> um, no, not necessarily. I mean, no, I'm looking at this on now. NWSL, right? Like you, it'd be on the NWSL website. I think so. Well, and then we bring over, uh, you know, I'll how about this? I'll vamp while you do some things here. Then you bring over people like, uh, uh, you know, strong forwards like Lynn Williams, who we never got to see. Uh, we saw a lot of CC Kaiser. Um, she, I think, she showed a lot of promise. Maybe one of the fastest women on our team, like in in like a weird, understated, uh, long stride. She has kind that of way. Daniel Shallowy. I'm not trying to make a comparison, <laughs> but you know, yeah, it's like a, it's, it's like fine. A, it's a, it's a long gazelle stride, like same, same city. Uh, I, come on. I assume a lot of our listeners are also sporting fans. And right. if you're not, then, you know, go look at Daniel Shatley run a little bit. They're very similar and let you're like, well, they're not really fast. They're not uh, quick. Kaiser, they're like once oh, they get yeah. their stride going, they're that open gone. field, dude, CC Kaiser's yeah. main move is just kick it and go get it. Um, and it worked for her. Right. Um, she got in dangerous positions. She helped set up other people for dangerous positions. Um, Elise Bennett, rookie. I think having her come off the bench as this super sub enforcer, uh, she's she's just this, uh, she's not bulky. What am I trying to say? She's, she's just a bigger presence. Like she's not going to be pushed around. She's physical. You know? She's powerful. Yeah. And, I, and I, I, got, I got some numbers for you. Okay, you got so, numbers. Hamilton I, I got to has... say, I think I vamped pretty well just now. No, you absolutely did. <laughs> Hamilton had six goals and two assists. CC Kaiser had seven goals and one assist. Okay. 
So, Who was the golden boot on our team? Was it Low? It was actually a tie because Low had seven. Oh, Low so had seven. It was a tie. And Kaiser had seven. Yeah. So I am going I like to that. make. Yeah. It, one thing about our attack is it comes from all places, right? We don't rely on just one player. We don't have sure. a Sophia Smith or an Alex Morgan just to try to funnel the attack through. So it gives us a lot of different things we can do as as an attacking minded team. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with CC Kaiser only because she played less minutes in a Kansas City current uniform and matched the total. And this Good is strictly point. off of a number perspective, but Hamilton also did a, a great job. I, I saw a tweet the other day from Field of Vision, and uh, Hamilton had, you know, they did the plus minus, you know, goal, you know, goals. You know, the time on the field, if they, you know, scored more goals or did well, right? Sure. Plus minus. Okay. She had a, a, a plus of 3.2. So... It, it just kind of goes to show she's effective off the ball as well. She may not be scoring the goals, but she's effective off the ball. Well, we got we got young women on this team. This team is young. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's so much, you know, there's so much uptick here, man. You got you got a defender like Kate Del Fava. I mean, she's young. You got someone like uh uh Addison Merrick, uh Elise Bennett. Like these these ladies are just uh you know, itching to get their shot and make a difference. And if that doesn't make you excited for 2023, I don't know what does. I mean, you, you gushed in the uh, uh, NWSL final over Addison Merrick. Like you were, you were pumped to see her. Uh, if she had a good stop. You were like Merrick. Absolutely. And I was like, geez, won't you marry her? And uh... <laughs> <laughs> she's a KU alum as well, for those who don't know. She is. So, yeah. And I remember Rock watching Chuck. her in college. Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, Loera. She's all of a sudden uh, scoring a goal, and it's just uh, it's just exciting, man. I'm just I'm scrolling their roster right now and seeing all their headshots and stuff, and it just like it just makes me smile. I'm just getting excited to like get back out there and watch this team for one more year before they build the stadium. You know, it's it's exciting. And I will say I'm gonna go back a second. Merrick had a great game with one really bad moment in the championship, and that was the own goal. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. But it, but it wasn't the winning goal. Like it wasn't no. It didn't matter. And it it was, you know, the own goals are just weird, man. Like it was she didn't misplay something. It just took a and playing in rec. I'm not comparing yeah. my experience in rec to theirs. <laughs> Certainly but not saying that. But I've had a, ball, a million own goals, okay? <laughs> if a ball rockets in and you don't see it coming, you're at the victim, the mercy of fate and luck. And that's kind of how I felt that goal happened. That came in. There's not much <laughs> she could have done differently other than just not be there, but that's not yeah. what their job is. Right. So it, it was just an unfortunate situation. I, but she had a, she had a good, she's guarding Sophia Smith one-on-one, yeah, you know, she's guarding Klingenberg one-on-one. And I thought she's, she did a great job. Now I will like to ask you, and you touched on the person a little bit, but who is your rookie of the year? Oh man. Season? Um, I was really hoping I could say Elise Bennett. You know what I mean? Like she never truly uh I don't know, she she didn't make she didn't get on the board really all that much as far as numbers and stuff, right? I, I really wanted her to. Um that being said, God, this is hard because I'm not even exactly sure who all the rookies are because there's a few of them, you know? You want me to go you're, first? You my dog jingle jangling out there. Could you hear all that? <laughs> no. Just just shaking off. <laughs> 
<laughs> terrible. It, I'll, I'll go first. How about that? Okay. All right. Um, to me, it was a clear Can you name winner. the rookies? Do you know all the rookies offhand? I mean, you know, Elise Bennett was drafted like seventh overall. Um, you know, you had Izzy Rodriguez that that was drafted. Um, Is Delfava a rookie? She's not, she's no, no, she came over from Utah. That's right. Um, but my my uh Weinbrenner, a rookie as well. But my pick for rookie of the year is clearly Loera because okay. of her versatility. She came in as an outside back. She Where did we get played... her from? California or? Yeah, or... she came from Santa Clara. Oh, okay. All drafted right. from Santa Clara. She played outside back where Merrick does or did. Um, you know, and then in the playoffs, she came in and played for um, Desiree Scott against Houston. She she was D-mid. She came in uh, against O.L. Reign and played Claire Lavoge's position. Yeah, true. Um, You're right. And then okay. in the finals, she played, you know, Claire Lavoge's position. She, she's been a Swiss Army knife. And yeah. she has some of the better services th- that we have for the team. She takes the corners. You know, she'll swing in a free kick. Yeah. So, and, you know, she had that, uh, she had the steal and assist against Houston that crossed yeah. the ball in where Delfava put it home. So, I think she's... And, and when we watch games in person, people listening, uh-huh. when you watch North Carolina Courage, there is a player, Caroline, who is one of the fastest women you will ever see outside of a track field. She is that one who just, they put it over the top and she blazes. And, and you know, she hunts the ball down. Yeah. And that's who Luera had to guard every single time they played. So... I mean that is an exhausting, exhausting task to guard. Was she was she on a one year rookie deal, or is uh we have her locked I, in for another? I you know when it comes to these rookie contracts, the tough thing about the NWSL is nothing's transparent, nothing. So when you sign a player, you know when they get drafted and you sign them, you don't know their their contract length. It's not public. Here we go. Uh, this is public. She was signed okay. through the through the 2024 season. Okay. So she will absolutely get to put boots in that new stadium, which so, is pretty cool. Yep. So two so more she years signed a two-year deal. Yep. Uh, oh, sorry. It includes the 2024 club option, I think. Okay. I think. So two years know. and then an additional... Sorry, one year and an additional club option. So uh, I it, think so. If current yeah. wants to two more years, if if they want to, which I don't see why they wouldn't pick that up at this point. So we actually drafted her in 2021 and she opted to return to college to finish. Yeah. Cause that was a whole COVID COVID situation where the draft still happened, but since there was not a college season, they got to return and still keep their eligibility. Well, Hey, I, I agree with everything you said, by the way, if anyone was just listening to Chris, uh, which I hope you were, I don't know why they would just tune you out, but I think you, <laughs> Thank, you said a lot of, you said a lot of ands you were like, blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And, and it's like, well, that's a shit ton of extra shit, which means <laughs> she's pretty good, dude. Like we're happy she's here and, uh, we probably plan to see a little more of her, especially if good Lord, if she can slot in on defender. And then slot in at midfield if you need her. I mean, that's pretty versatile, man. If you can make yourself good at multiple positions, you make yourself 
open to the coach, to, to the gaffer, to being put on the field in like desperate times. So, and she's fun follow on uh, Instagram as well, man. She's, uh, yeah. I think she's enjoying her time in KC and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully that option's picked up and she gets to play in that new stadium. That's a big deal. Absolutely. That midfield could particularly get crowded next yeah. year if Lynn Williams, I see, I think she'll be able to play next year. She's rehabbed from her injury. Um, Sam Mewis is a, a bigger question mark. So yeah. we don't know there, but I mean, Lynn Williams is, is a monster. Uh, she'll, she contributes heavily wherever she goes. So I see, you know, I don't know what the midfield formation will look like, but we're going to definitely be a better team with Lynn Williams in there. I mean, you know, if we're playing three defenders in the back, you know, what's stopping us from kind of transitioning to play like a three, five, two formation. If you got a bunch of midfielders, load them up, put five out there. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't know how the logistics of it, like who's playing more defensive mid, but who's playing more attacking mid time will tell, but that's, if we're only going three in the back, that's definitely an option. And Matt Potter loves to give players flexibility. Yeah. You know, so he, he loves to allow players to get up and, and get back as long as they are getting back. Um, and like Lowe said, um, I don't think it was in our interview. I think it was actually in the attacking third, but um, Potter will just tell players, just go, go up, go up, go up, go up, you know? So having all those quality attackers will be really helpful. Um, and you know, a quality midfield attack as well to support the attack will be really helpful. So absolutely, I, I, I'm excited. Now, there was a press conference um, with, with the Kansas City Current, and Matt Potter said something that kind of caught my caught my ears did you did you hear about this or see this uh, by chance? i don't know tell me okay so um matt potter hinted that defensive upgrades may be necessary to continue to get better i i don't know if he's you know hinting at bringing additional players in or maybe you know addressing that through the draft or maybe he's talking about um depth on the team, but just don't be surprised next year. If we have a little bit of a different look um, on the back line. I'm not surprised, man. Like I mentioned with these contracts, a lot of them expiring, like we might not see some of them next year. So it'll be, it'll be interesting, but we've spoken about this before. Like who wouldn't want to be attracted to, to come here? Um, You know, you see, what's being built you see uh strides being made and i think it's just i don't know to be to be denied coming here like if you're if you're in talks to be acquired to come to kc and and ultimately it doesn't happen you should feel very upset <laughs> i mean you should you should feel sad and have a little fomo and feel like you're uh you know you're missing out on something pretty great so but to come here like it's i don't know it's a very positive situation um that we've got ahead of us. So I'm excited. Yeah. I just, I mean, I'm looking forward to more, more high fives from Chris long and, uh, <laughs> you know, it'll be, it'll be great. You're going to wear a glove back. next time. You're going to put it like a, like a snow shovel glove. To yeah. I'm thinking cushion. like, I'm thinking more of an oven mitt situation. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if he you comes know, in, you have to stop him and say, hold on. And then you got to bust it out. And then hold on, Christopher. Uh, 
carpal tunnel. All right. You just, <laughs> you broke me last time. Uh, but shit, man, it's, it's, it's exciting, exciting time. And, uh, you know, holiday breaks ahead of us and we'll probably hear about some roster moves coming up here in the near future. And one quick thing, um, you talked about seeing some roster moves coming up in the future. This doesn't apply to the current, but it does apply to the league in general. Um, you know, two big pieces in Portland were re-signed. Um, Sinclair was re-signed for another year. Um, she is, you know, considered the Canadian, one of the Canadian goats of women's soccer. So she re-signed with Portland. My personal opinion is that she re-signed so she can, you know, play another year and, and make the World Cup, probably retire after that. And then Rocky Rodriguez got re-signed as a midfielder who had a great year. So you're going to start to see a lot of these these dominoes fall in terms yeah. of free agents and stuff like that. So hopefully we'll get some some roster, you know, player personnel announcements soon. Sooner than later. I mean, you don't it's only fair to your players too, right? You don't want them going going home for the holidays and being like, maybe I have a job. I don't really know. Yeah. You know, so you'd like, but then again, do you really want to like give them that bad news to go home for the holidays and be like, yeah, I got fired, but uh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to go play for shitty Orlando or whatever. Enjoy Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, what's new with you? Well, I guess I'm in Orlando now. So that's, that's great. They were only uh negative 27 goal differential, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little low key worried. I'm going to put this out there. I, I, you know, this will probably come back to get me. I'm uh-huh. a little low key worried about Desiree Scott coming back. Well, I mean, she has she teased retirement before, but like you said, doesn't that also maybe play into the World Cup next year? Yeah. Don't you think she wants to be a part of that? And if she doesn't, why is she going to play for them right now? She like, is a na- starter. She's a perennial starter. She has no reason to think that she can't make the World Cup roster. Yeah. So at least, I, yeah, like you said, one more year um, to make the World Cup and probably evaluate, but She's been with Kansas City and then Utah and then back to Kansas City. Yeah. You know, I, you know, her announcement of resigning came in late last year. It came in later. A lot of the fans, including myself, were, you know, holding our breath to see if she would resign. Um, And she was quoted saying that the uh, Olympics kind of reinvigorated her, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Got her excited about it again and maybe wanted to stick around and, I don't know. She's not old. None of these players are old, but it's also like, you know, when, I don't know, man, Uh, to be a women's athlete, there's so many other factors as well. Like you don't know who wants to uh, start having babies and have a family. Like that is a, that's a, that's a question you need to ask. It's not a question for me to say you should or shouldn't, but I'm saying like, that's a realistic question that women athletes have to ask themselves and uh, figure out what's best for them. So Right. I don't know what her situation is. Uh, maybe she's got some injuries she's dealing with, but I definitely don't think she's, I don't think, I don't think she needs to be done, but that's entirely up to her. And she's, a, she's an unrestricted free agent. She can go to the highest bidder. And I don't know if is that right. She is. So her and Edmonds are. So I don't know if Gotham has a lot of money. They come to her with a boatload and, and you know, that that's kind of it, you know? Um, wow. And maybe she just wants a little bit of a, you know, change of scenery. I don't know. She's been around Kansas City forever. Maybe money in a different locale might might entice her. I don't know. But it does have me concerned. But we'll find out. Well, man, so her and Labonta have kind of been, you know, inseparable 
for years yeah. and uh probably you know really good buddies um i would assume labanta would want to you know influence her to stick around and, and continue building this thing like look at this look at the magic we're bringing to this city and and eyes on on the sport of women's soccer and um man these kind of conversations are just what get me they're uh, tough excited you know yeah they're tough and they're excited they're tough um, i hope i'm wrong though i hope i'm wrong yeah well i haven't heard any rumors or anything but you know things tend to slow down a little bit uh this time but they'll uh they'll ramp up soon so here I was saying we'd speak for 30 minutes and we have <laughs> talked forever. We have. What what else do we got though? Is that is that about it, you think? I think that's about it for now. Um Okay. You know, hopefully we'll have something next week for for everybody. Solid. Uh, solid. Uh, all right, man. Well, thanks for taking the time uh to do this little off-season podcast with me. Guys, we're gonna try to do this every week and uh find things to talk about. It might uh develop into a conversation about Video games. I don't know. <laughs> we might talk more about Dan's rec career, you know, rec but, soccer career. Dude, you know? Hey, you were talking about own goals and let's just, we, we would have about an eight games in a session, uh, eight games or so. I bet I scored one own goal per eight games. I bet I absolutely did. And they weren't like, oh, that's such an accident. I remember one time I went to clear it and I absolutely blasted it into our own net. Like just an amazingly powerful shot. <laughs> it was a great goal. Yeah, against ourselves. That, against for ourselves. Sure. Remember the other time I tried to head the ball <laughs> from like from like the top of the box, and it was an amazing backwards header into our goal. It floated like top corner. Yeah, into our goal. Our keeper had no chance. Why? So. Why would the keeper? The keeper's probably like, oh, my defender's clearly gonna clear that ball. I I don't need to be in a defensive position. And then I <laughs> score on the bitch. Like unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. But I think we won those games, so it didn't actually hurt us, hurt us. But Oh, that's true. We always ended up pulling it out, but I, I always got to go home to my, my wife and be like, so I scored today. <laughs> <laughs> always a good time. Um, uh, well, folks, thank you so much for uh, joining us here on Currently on No Other Pod. Uh, we appreciate you, and we appreciate this team, and we're excited to continue this thing going. So uh, make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, at No Other Pod at Dan Couser, at Chris Wright 21 Send us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Um, leave those reviews. Let us know what you want. Hit us up on Twitter. And uh, I'll be back next week for uh, more craziness, more women's soccer, and uh, two men telling you why you should watch. So <laughs> thank, thank you all very much, and we love you. Bye-bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to buyoptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.